Mic check, mic check. One, two, three, four, let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Wolf in Gates Clothing. Hosted by yours truly, Wolfson. And with me is my special guest, as always, my brother from another mother, Mike Phoenix Hero. Let's go. <laughs> How's it going, brother? How's it going? Pretty good. I'm glad to be back. I know we got some stuff to talk about today. Oh, yeah. We have to catch up, man. We need to talk about a lot of things, man. And especially now that I'm back from my honeymoon. So um, now I'm trying to catch up everything. And as soon as I come back, it's like I'm being bombarded with information overall. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip, man. You know, and congrats, you know, on getting married and everything. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. It, w- it was a good trip, by the way. Like me and my wife, we were... If we did anything, the most activity we've done was sleeping. We just we just napped every day. We visit we we visited to the Chichen Itza ruins in Mexico. Which is like the mm-hmm. the the closest thing that we have to pyramids overall by the Mayans. Yeah. It was very good. It was really really good. But the drive, I mean to to get there it was like, oh my god. That was probably like the, the worst experience. Just to get there between the ferry and the drive, it was just bad overall. It was long and hard, and the well, it paused. Nani? And the fa- the ferry itself got me and my wife seasick because it was just okay. choppy overall. It was just like going in, bam, 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 yeah. like that, and it was a forty five minute on on the boat itself, and and we're, and I feel the stomach going up and down, up and down, and then I saw everybody. You know what's messed up? It's of these Mexican tour um, people that work in the ferry, they mentioned about being getting seasick, but they said it in Spanish and mm-hmm. on a on a boat full of Americans. Hold up, wait a minute, <laughs> something ain't right. <laughs> so everybody's looking at each other. It's like, what? What did she say? And I had to be the translator for everyone. It's like, oh, she said, she said that this part you get seasick and it's been getting nauseous. So if you don't want to get seasick or nauseous. Go all the way to the back of the pole. And that's when, oh, why didn't they say that? And everybody got up and went to the back. And then I seen all all these workers. I see them with paper towels and little doggy bags. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers, they... They could they couldn't let us know ahead of time that this was a thing. Like they were ready for it, and I I I became a victim, man. I became a victim because as soon as I, I heard one going blah. It became a domino effect to everybody else in yeah. the ferry. Nope, no, no, no. That was horrible. Worst thing was the ferry and the drive to to the pyramids. Best thing was me and my wife enjoying each other's companies and just. Do you, do you think the drive and the ferry is worth seeing the pyramids? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I, like no. I would have, I would have. It would, where we docked, we docked in Cozumel. It was. It's a small island in Mexico. I would have just stayed. I would have just stayed in the island and do all whatever activities the island have. Like I remember the island ha- offer like ATVs and jeep riding and snorkeling and jet skis and all other bunch of other shit, man. I would have spent yeah. my money on that rather than the pyramids. Don't get me wrong. Going to the pyramids is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You don't know when is the next time you will see it. Now you're telling me, is it worth going? It's worth going if you're doing a like a Mexican trip. If you're going on a, from the cruise and you want to explore that, just be warned. It's the it's a seven to nine hour expedition. Nani? That's a lot. Just round trip or one way? No, round trip. Round trip. 
Round round trip seven hours, okay. Yeah, like like it's it's all together one nine nine seven to nine hours altogether if you count them all. It's like forty five, two and a half, staying there and then come back two and a half, forty five. I mean, we only been there for a best an hour and a half at best. While seeing it is amazing, I would not come back again. Not because I I I didn't like it. I loved it. And it was a great experience. And we took a bunch of videos and pictures and we learned a lot about it. It's just to get there was just like, nah, that's too much. Like the, between the ferry and the drive, it was too much. I will settle for the drive. I will not settle for the ferry. So if anybody wants to go to um, to see the Chichen it Itzen ruins, uh, I suggest to do it as a as a trip. As a Mexican, as a Mexico trip or something, mm -hmm. not 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 for a bulk. Cause mm, that's just my personal experience. Although any uh, any other, they can go and say, "Oh no, I can do it." That's not bad. It's like, all right, you're being warned. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. You're being warned. So, yeah, no, it was it was wonderful. It was a great honeymoon. Can't complain. I love my wife. Uh, shout out to you, baby. Uh, she's seeing this now every day, every week. So I have to say nothing but good things about her. <laughs> but yeah honeymoon was great um i don't know what else i could talk about other than it was great how was your week since we last talked i know we we were planning to do something before i i left to my honeymoon but we couldn't make it um how was the how was the regional because you went to the, uh, the hollywood uh, the your regional yeah it tell, was tell me all about it what happened because you said you quit halfway i'm like He's not. Yeah. A Why would you do this? So I I get there. Mm -hmm. Um. So the first time I went to the, the Hollywood Regional, I got a game one loss because I didn't fill up my deck list in time. Really? I showed up like, yeah, I showed up 15 minutes earlier than the time before the last time. Oh, still wasn't enough time. So I already started with a game one loss. Damn. Um. So but that's my fault. Now I was like, OK, I'm going to show up the night before and, <laughs> and fill it out or something. Or just, I'm just gonna buy a printer. This YOLO. I'm just gonna buy a printer and I'm surprised you don't have a printer. List. I, I've, you know, after college, I never. Well, in college, my apartment had one. Mm -hmm. The apartment complex. I never had to actually get a printer. Now that I think about it, but so I started off with game one loss. Then oh, and then there was like this weird thing that happened. It didn't involve me, but I'll just mention it that there were people in line waiting to pay. Yeah. And they were like, okay, like right now it's um, like cut off. You get a game one loss. Then one of the judges came and it was like, okay, the people in line waiting to pay, like you're not getting a game one loss. And two, and then the judge, I was like in the line watching people like, okay, that, that sounds good. So then the people start to pay mm -hmm. and the cashier's like, okay, you know, that's a game one loss. And then they're like, that's not what the two judges told us. Yeah, exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, they get one guy involved. And he tells them, like, yeah, like, these two judges said, you know, that I was in line waiting to pay, so it doesn't count. And I think the head judge just said, like, no, like, we already said, like, that time was the cutoff. So, like, I didn't mention anything about if you're in line, you can pay, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, like, a bunch of people, not a bunch, I'll say maybe, like, five people I saw in line uh -huh. uh, that were waiting to pay still got a game one loss, even though, like, their deck list was filled and everything. Yeah. He just told him, like, nope, like, once it hit, I think it was, like, 9.45, it was, like, that's it. Like, it hit 9, or, sorry, 9.55, it's, like, okay, that's 9.55, it's cut off, regardless if you're in line or not. So, the there's some discrepancy already with, like, um like the judge is not able to, like, agree, or they didn't know, like, what the rules were. Mm. Um, I don't know. I would have honored the rules, because I know sometimes they just do repairings, like, for random stuff. Yeah. So, I don't 
think it would have been that much of a hassle. Well, they didn't have the pairings out yet when like these people were like arguing with the judges um about you know not getting the loss. So I just don't know like why that happened. But yeah, so game one, I got a loss. Game two, I find uh Manadium. Hey. And yeah. <laughs> I think that's like one of my worst matchups. Um like really? Manadium? If I don't get um like a uh, draw or shifter, like yeah. I, it's just I can't. They just have too much gas now. They just like keep comboing off. Or if I can like stop, um, if I can zone lock them, diag- like the diagonals, then yeah. it can't go into cross sheep. Or if they go into cross sheep, it's useless. So yeah, so so this is where like I kind of got annoyed was um, I'm playing with the uh, guy and this is, I guess, game three. And so I, I summon Riceheart, right? Yeah. And activate effect. You know, you have to, you know, banish the Kashira and then you they banish the top three. So like I pay the cost and he imperms me, right? And I'm like, okay. And then I set one, which was D barrier. Um, and then pass turn. And he does like his combos. He's gonna synchro. So I go D barrier synchro. Then he goes into the, you know, the links and the synchro. Uh, not synchro, uh, the the link Astroloud. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So he goes into the link, Astroloud, you know, does damage because all I have was Rice Heart. You know, if I normal summon Rice Heart, you know I didn't have any Yeah, that's got that had to be bad. so yeah. So then he like, he does damage. He passes turn, and like mm-hmm. I shuffle my deck and I give it to him to to cut. And then he's like, "Oh, why'd you shuffle?" And then I was like, "Cause I went through my deck." And he's like, "No, you didn't." And then like I'm looking, and I'm like, and he's like, "Yeah, a rice heart's not a." Uh, he's like, "A rice heart is not a searcher." And I was like, I, 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 I like I hesitate for a second. I'm like, "Wait, is he right?" And as I'm thinking, he like called a judge to come. And was like, hey, like he shuffled his deck without going without going through it, which is an illegal thing to do. Uh-huh. So like the judge was like, okay, I'm gonna get the head judge to see like what like, qual- you know, the DQ or whatever, like what infraction it is. And as they're going to get, I th- they got Justin. I don't know if you know Justin. Yeah, I know Justin. Uh, the, yeah, he's the the head judge. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I pay the cost of, of a rice heart. Rice heart. So I did yeah. go through my deck. I had yeah. to go through my deck. I just, you just, it wasn't on the field anymore. So that's why I was like a bit confused. But I was like, I know I don't shuffle my deck unless I go through it. Like I, I put my deck sideways. Yeah. If I yeah. went through it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's like yeah. every other player. I do the same thing. Yeah. I put my deck sideways to to know myself. I'm gonna search, yeah. and I've already searched or about to search. And if I'm gonna do the draws, then I that. And I know that my yeah. deck is sideways. Okay, I have to shuffle and make the people cut, and then I can do the draw. And if I'm gonna search, then I'll do the search again and put it sideways afterwards. And once I'm done, then I put it back where it, how it's supposed then, uh, to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. So the the judge comes back with Justin, mm-hmm. and now the guy starts changing it from he shuffled his deck illegally to oh well he waited until his draw. To shuffle the deck, and that's not right, is it? So he changed, like, so he's trying to rule shark, you know? Oh, and and Justin, and first of all, I was already like, this guy's trying to rule shark me because he didn't even like wait for us to verify the game state before yeah. he called a judge to see if I shuffled or not. Uh huh. He just immediately like shotgun for the judge. So then now when Justin came, you know, he changed the story from I legally shuffled to I waited to shuffle. Yeah. And then Justin was like, he just looked at me. He's like, did you draw yet? I'm like, no, I'm waiting for him to cut so I can draw. And then Justin's like, okay. He's like, good catch. He's like, good job. And then he just walked away with the other judge. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm in the right. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Seriously?
Oh my god! I that, was like, bro. And then um, and then I look at him. And I'm like, did you, I, I'm like, you need to cut my deck. He's like, just go. And I was like, okay, draw. Emotional, um, damn. It. And I ended up still losing to him because again, like I couldn't, I couldn't get a cash name, so I couldn't oh. do anything. Like, like D Barrier was good, but I have to have a follow up or something. Yeah, if you don't have and any follow up, then it's just that it's just stalling for time. Yeah, yeah, it's stalling for time. I couldn't do anything, but. And I was a bit annoyed too because when we started the game, mm-hmm. you know how I have like a like a custom mat like of, of Watchmen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I was like he saw that and he's like talking to me about Watchmen. He's like, oh my god, I love Watchmen, blah blah. blah. So I thought he was like cool and friendly, but yeah. after he like rule sharked me, I was like, nah, bro. Like, oh fuck him. I was like, I I, I could have been petty and be like, see, bro, you didn't have the rule shark to win. Like he still won it, you know. But I was just like, okay, good luck. Game three was actually fun. It was against Time Thief. This guy had a pure Time Thief deck. Oh, um, oh, Time Thief. Yeah, with Redoer and, and all that stuff. <laughs> I think I didn't know Time Thief was a thing. No, well, he was just like he was just there. Just ha- well, don't forget this format is very diverse. So like, like you can just catch someone off guard if you don't have an out for Time Thief, then that's it. You know, like mm. you know, Redoer is always going to take the top of your deck and. Oh, what happens if you take a combo piece? Just like Rice Heart, right? If I banish the top three and I get what your combo pieces, you don't have a combo to go through. So it's kind of like right. the same principle. Every standby, they're just taking stuff out from my deck. So I can't combo. It was very back and forth, but I'll say um anti-Zeus, like the, the Typhon. Typhon. Yeah. He puts in work, puts in a lot of work, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> just just getting that pop is crazy. And it's like, yeah, and then game three, I fought um. Chris, not the Chris from Mad Cards, different because you might know him. I'm not going to say his full name. I don't want to like put his stuff out there, but he was playing this crazy um, pendulum deck. And I, he just had so many negates, bro. Tell me how I had um, like change of heart negated, uh, tactics negated, thrust negated, all before I could find go like dark hole to blow up his board. But then all I had was nothing. Cause right, because I just named like four cards I went through right. to try to even like clear his board. So and don't forget, um, he had cards in hand, so he just like, oh no no, dark hole just blows up your monsters, not the 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 scales. Yeah no. So yeah. the next term he's like, pendulum summon <laughs> everything back, and I was like, oh, oh no. god, you should have dark hole first. Oh no. no no no, I'm saying like once I cleared his board, I just didn't have a, anything to do. You didn't have any so, one combo starters? I, I, I had Gen and Ken. But that was like nothing, right? And then and so um, you know, I did some damage, I passed turn. Yeah. And then he's just like pendulum summon. Because I didn't have any back I don't have back row rem- removal um game one or uh, round one. Yeah, yeah. That's all my side deck. So round one, he just had the two pendulum scale sets. So when it so he got to play again, he's like, okay, just summon everything back. And I was like, GG. But it was like a crazy strategy. I haven't seen it before. So I was actually like very engaged seeing like what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He had like odd eyes in it. He had like an odd eyes that negates. It's a fusion. It was oh, like yeah, really that, interesting. That, that odd eyes fusion is very tedious. Nobody pays attention to that odd eyes. But once it's on the field, like, like yeah, it, it, it does some, it does something. Like people don't read you cards. So it's like, that's why, yeah. that's why they said, that's why they put it out. And you're like, one misly fusion. I could take care of that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Unless you got super poly. Yeah, he nope. also had it. Yeah. He had it with the Draco Slayer. 
stuff. Ooh. So, so that was his pe- like he had like some pendulums and Draco Slayer pendulums, and I was like, I can't, I couldn't beat it. Oh, so he had and a full game two, pendulum deck, like a full pendulum yeah, deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then game two, I sided in D Barrier again because you because you can call pendulum, and um, I never drew oh, it, and then that's included. So I had you're so right. I had two, I had two thrusts, two D barriers, and then trap trick. So that's five opportunities to get D Bear, and I couldn't. Oh man. So he just like, but but he he's, he's a funny interaction though. Um so I go game one and I mm-hmm. set like an imperm in the pendulum scale of mine. Right. So when he goes, I just like negate one of his monsters. So now that pendulum is like useless. So like he had he was struggling to like do stuff, but I just didn't open good enough. I think I opened like two imperms, if you know. And I just forgot Louise. the rest of what I opened. But I was like, yeah. And then after that, um, I was with Alex. Shout out to Alex. And he we were like, yo, you should get lunch. I was like, I already lost two. There were like not a lot of people because typically it's eight rounds. Mm-hmm. And this time it was only seven. Really? It felt it felt kind of dead. Um, I don't know really? if it's like the format that like, yeah, I guess pro players don't like um diverse formats or whatever. Cause I yeah. saw, um, you know Adam, right? Yeah, I know Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam showed up and he's like, "Oh, I'm just here to buy cards. I'm not even here to to partake." And I was like, "Why not?" He's like, "Nah, this format just ain't it." And I was like, "Okay." It goes back to that conversation but, that you and me had on on the first episode. Like, it goes back to that bullcrap about competitive players that they don't like diverse formats. They they like tier mm-hmm. zero formats because it's easier for them to autopilot certain debts and don't have to worry about what to side. Like like tier zero formats, you know that the majority of your sides or your hand traps or whatever you got your main is to counteract whatever the tier zero deck is that you're competing against because that's the one that you're going to see the most versus some diverse format, your side deck and your, and your hand traps all depends on what type of format and because you can you mm-hmm. can have a tier one deck facing off round one and then at round eight you'll have like a tier three deck. Like you you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And and they yeah. and I guess that's the the their biggest complaint about it. It's mm-hmm. like it's like, oh, I got too many cards for me to cite. I need to have triple frost mandatory. Yeah. So that way I can have one of, of these cards. So that way I know what to get out of it. I'm like, bro, but I mean it, like yeah. I find it healthy when the format is diverse. That's the most healthy. I, I agree. Maybe, maybe, maybe for people, maybe a little bit boring. It and and, it, and, may, and maybe they're right. But tell you what, it's much more healthy than having an an eternal format like that's the on the only four debts that you can have, or yeah. like or the tier zero format, which is tier elements mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of other variants out of it. And whatever variant it is, yeah. that's the best one. And that's the only one you could get. Like nobody can compete tier unless you're playing tier. Yeah. Like that, I, that's not healthy at all because mm-hmm. that's what drive a lot of people to quit Yu-Gi-Oh to begin with. A lot yeah. of people were quitting Yu-Gi-Oh because of how shitty the format is because it's only tier and that's it. Tier is always going to be winning. Tears is going to be on the top. Tears is going to be the number one. And it's the easiest one for everybody to pilot. And you just you know, do the combos and that's yeah. it. Memorize the combos. 
it, I don't know. It's just which which some people still can't do. <laughs> yeah, to this day, people still can't do how to yeah. do a, a, yeah. a tier comma. Even having the Horus engine on top of the tier, people still don't know how to do tier combos. I don't know. I, I will feel, say I feel, I feel like it's healthy right now. Fuck everybody who else that says yeah. No, I, no, I, you're I, wrong. I agree. But something Adam did say interesting was that. Well, first of all, Adam, he never played tier. He always played branded. Even during tier four match, he yeah, always that's played true. Branded. He's so good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I won't even say like, you know, he's like typical pro, you know, that just does tier zero. He was always playing branded. But something he said was he has so many decks to pick from. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a bit hard to commit because he's like, he has full Mandanium. He has um this crazy Phantom Knight Horus like engine. Mm. um Like, so stuff he's cooked up and just other meta decks. Yeah. And then I can see that, yeah, it's hard to like commit to one deck because there's so many good decks this format. I think that's exactly what was my problem in the in the past couple of the half of the year. I think that was my problem. Mm-hmm. Ever since um Cyber Cyberstone Access and Wild Survivors, like I wanted to play full Manadium. I wanted to play, but mm-hmm. the deck at the time when it came out, it was weak. It was very susceptible. Yeah. I see a lot of pro players playing it. And I don't know how they managed to go pass through because the 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 engine the deck itself is good, but it's weak. Like it only takes them one stop, and that's it. Like you're done. Like pass turn. It's and it's and and I remember that reminded me of Sword Soul. Like Sword Soul, I love playing Sword Soul, but the problem with Sword Soul is like again, it's a deck that's easy to to stop. Like negate yeah. Moye, like normal summon Moye, Moye effect. Negate Moye. That's it. Then it's like you stop the combo. Negate any of the token summoners. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And then, and then Ash uh, emergence. Yeah. <laughs> Impermanent Ash kills Sword Soul. <laughs> Basically. So that was like one of my issues. And then when I started playing Vanquish Show, like I fell in love playing Vanquish Show because it's not a, it wasn't a combo deck. It was definitely a, a control mid-range deck. I love the mm-hmm. way it was played. I was having a lot more success and and I, and I was and I was I went to already two regionals with Vanquish Soul and it got to the point like, yeah, I like I can agree. At it. And it got to the point that I was like, I can't wait for the new Vanquish Soul support. But it's like it's not going to do much the deck like the deck is not going to go mm-hmm. tier one and right away. Like, no, no, it's still yeah. going to be where it is tier two at best tier one point five, if anything, because this deck is very very good, very consistent, but it still loses to a lot of things. Like, I mean, you all you got to do is stop raising and from combo, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's very, it's very easy as well. That's why, like, at that point, I was like, man, I want to play Centurion. Centurion looks so fun, but it's like we're months away. All right, let me play other decks that I got. Oh, I got Unchained that I didn't bought. Yeah. I didn't, bu- I just had happened to have the bulk out of it, and I'd say, ah. Fuck it. Let's just play Unchained. Let's just be a meta. And Unchained was fun. I said, damn it. Yeah. I should have played this in the last region. I should have played Unchained because this is actually pretty fun. I wish I knew more about this. Um, and then I switched to last month. I played Manadium, which is like pretty fun because now it's much more consistent. And yesterday at the mm-hmm. locals, uh, I almost, almost went undefeated. If it wasn't for um for a loss by 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 I think it was Dale, his name, the fa- uh, photon player. Shout out to him. Uh, I lost to photon. him. Photon. Yeah, bro. Like it. Two Who things. Who is this guy? I've never. <laughs> photon. The photon. Uh, Galaxy photon player. Uh, two reasons why I lost. 
One, um, I didn't have any outs to his big guy, to the Galaxy Eyes, because he's on a The 3,000? The 4,000 one. Oh, the, the Etsy yeah. one. The, the new Etsy one that was in Photon Hypernova. That guy, I didn't have any outs to it. And I bricked. Game one and game three. I bricked. So it's like, well, I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. I, I, I like, he had it. He had the game. He had the game. Like, that. I don't know what else like I could, I could say about it. Like, And I was just not prepared by that because, again, it's one of those rogue decks that how do you go about it? You never face them. So it's like, mm. but I almost, I almost went undefeated. It wasn't for that one loss. I almost went undefeated because I win. I won every single game, and I, I faced Matt. And shout out to Matt. Matt had Brian the Camera, and I always lose. I always lose to his Brian the Camera, and it's and he had game overall. But I, I somehow managed. I. It was like the the heart of the cards were in my side at that time. I beat Matt going second, going second, two games in a row, going second. I beat him. Yeah. I was like, well, the heart of the cards, the heart of the cards is what is on my side, I guess. I had him and I had to play him conservatively because I know his Chimera cards is just like, all you got to do is send them to the graveyard and their fits go off. I was like, nah. I'm <laughs> like, nah, I need to establish a seven interruption board for yeah. me to play. And that's what I did. I somehow managed to establish a second interruption board. And I forgot like SP Little Knights effect to like when it's when it's being used by a link summon by any any card from the extra deck, it could use its effect, but you can't attack directly. And I forgot about that mid combo. And I said myself, fuck. All right, I don't have anything to OTK because I can't attack directly, but I can control the game state. Like, this is my yeah, board. Control game, yeah. And that's what I did. I managed to pull out the Baron, the Spader, uh, SP Little, and the Omni Legate with Forbidden Droplet. And there was, I, I, I believe there was another card that was like an interruption on my board that he couldn't just like, nah, he, he, can, he, could, he just couldn't. Yeah. He just basically couldn't play at all. That so I mean that that alone Manidium yeah. Manidium was fun. So now I'm just waiting for Centurion that's coming up this week. Uh, I'm not gonna get I've it on day one. I'm not gonna get it day one. I've been practicing Centurion. I'm I'm not getting it. Yeah, why? I'm not. I, I'm well, not gonna invest the money in it. So tell tell me why is that? I, because I know you and me were back and forth with Centurion, but now you decided to back down. Why is that? I think Fire Kings is gonna be lit. Mm. No pun intended. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know if you keep up with the OCG, but Fire Kings is, is a crazy strategy. Yeah, so far they, I'm like, looking at it, yeah. You, they XE summon an opponent's turn, and they destroy all the monsters on the field, and then since stuff got destroyed, you can bring back some of the monsters that have, like, a monster negate. Mm. So, it's like, oh, you're by Synchro Summon, you have a tuner and something, I'm gonna XE summon and destroy those two monsters, and then now bring out, like, one or two, uh, negate monster and it and it'll do better once we get a uh, bonfire oh yeah one, as well yeah yeah bon bonfire bonfire, comes bonfire is gonna work for everybody including for satorian because bonfire allows me to search the yeah. the other the other starter combo i think like centurion i'm gonna i'm not gonna get it the week off release i'm gonna wait until it cools down because i'm not gonna make the yeah. same mistake that i that i did with vanquish well then vanquish i I traded cards to get bosses and I got 
most of the de- most mm-hmm. of the core set. So I didn't spend that much money out of it. But still, like even even getting some of the corsets alone, it was a lot of money. As and look how much it is right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm just like gonna yeah, yeah. I can still play Manadium. That's fine. I'm just gonna wait like a week or two. Once I see the prices that are like around the twelve dollar twenty dollar range, that's how that's when I'll invest on it. I'll invest on it and I'll play it by I don't know by next month I guess when I come back to Yu Gi Oh's and shit. Yeah. Because right next couple of weeks I'm busy, but I know next month for mm-hmm. sure I'm coming back. Uh yeah, that's yeah. So it gives me time. By the way, it gives me time. It gives me time. Yeah. So it's like doesn't mean that I have to get them right now. I have to right now. Like, no, no, no. I can I can wait. I can wait. Like probably the next the next regional from Prodigy Games, I'll probably play Centurion. If I if I have it, if I'll have it by then. Yeah. Yeah. All about that. I'm hoping there's like a YCS and I hope all the pros say it's trash because if the pros say it then <laughs> you know you're up, you're up to something you're up to something yeah if the pros says that it's trash then thank god yes all the value will drop hard like like it was no yeah. tomorrow oh my god hope that happens but you know we'll see I see I see yeah. some players that they're actually interested in more than mementos we'll see I mean mementos is also a, a dope archetype to Get and you. I know you could get Memento for dirt cheap after its release because it's not. It's let me. It, it doesn't look like it's very competitive, but it looks like a fun deck to play. Let me ask you something as a as a vanquishful player. Mm-hmm. Do you ever go into Zeus? Hardly, actually, very little. I go to Zeus, and if I do go to Zeus, it's because I'm in a game state that that I need to get rid of people. Need to get rid of cards right away, because usually you just rely on Baguska. For it, you just rely on Baguska to to clean up the work and just stall for gain until mm-hmm. you got your your combo until you control the board itself. But Zeus, like you have to be very desperate at the time for you to have a Zeus out there. And it's you know, and and if it's not Zeus, then you just use a Exit on Night. Like it's it's the pseudo Zeus in yes, a sense. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, Zeus is very rare. Um, but we have it just, you know, just in case. Obviously, like game one, if you have prosperity, just get rid of the Zeus. Like it's, it's not gonna do anything. Um, but I'm pretty sure people will now have Typhoon into Vanquish Soul because Typhoon can Typhoon can actually stall the game a lot more than Bakuska. Yeah. And it's easy to summon it as well. So it's like you normal summon raisin, raisin effect, no negate imperm. Or ask whatever. Damn, I don't know what to do now. Um, I guess uh, I guess you know, link off to Vanquisher, Vanquisher effect to special another uh, Mad Love that goes through. Okay, then overlay to Typhoon and just stall for game yeah. at that point. I I ask because I fought Vanquisher a lot like the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and something I see is people go into Zeus and they let me summon and then they let me go into Typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like I'll tell you what one game state was um they had Fenrir, right? Because Fenrir's Earth. Yeah. So they they like I've been banishing their rocks with unicorn stuff like that, right? I had nothing in board. Or no, I had some stuff, but basically they go into Fenrir, search Rise Heart, mm-hmm. special summon it, make it level seven, and then they went into a level of rank seven, they attack me, and then they uh go for Zeus. So like my board's clear, but this person also had there can be only one mm. 
set on the board, right? Mm-hmm. And so I go and I'm like, special summon like ogre <laughs> out of all cards. I'm like, special summon ogre. That's all I had in hand. And then I ask, you know, just to be fair, because I technically don't even have to ask, but I could be like, do you have anything on summon? Because now they can activate Zeus. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. And I was like, you're trying to keep that Tikaboo live. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> anti Zeus. And then they're like, oh, oh I was no. like, oh. I was like, pop. And um, oh, oh no, no, no. Actually, actually, wait, I couldn't pop it because I had um race off uh uh the the planet. Oh, got it. So I gained a hundred, but we're different attributes. So I gained 200. So I was still able to like beat over his Zeus. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> and honestly, I, I told him, I'm like, if you just, not even me, someone was spectating. Um, And it was funny enough, it was a different Vanquish Soul player. I was spectating our duel. And he was like, bro, you're supposed to just shut on like Zeus. Zeus. Like, I don't know why. Like, like if you bring out Zeus, that means you're saying Zeus is more important than, than you know, Tikabu. there can be only one. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the fact that the person like hesitated to pick which one they wanted. Let me like go for game. Cause I was like, you really don't have anything else in hand. And Yo. they kept Tikaboo in. And I was like, it doesn't really hurt Cash Tira. Not at like, all, because every Cash Tira monster is a different type, right? No, they're all sync. Uh, no, they're all psychic, except Riseheart. And Scareclaw and right? No, they're all psychic. Scareclaw, Scareclaw Cash Tira is psychic? Yeah. I because because Warrior. they get assimilated by that's the lore is that they become oh, assimilated. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the only yeah. one that's like non untouched is Riseheart. That's the lore. Yeah, he's and, the only warrior. And you st- and still you can just like you can still yeah. go. Yeah, because yeah. they they used again same person. You see who gets me a different game, mm-hmm. and I was like special summon unicorn, and then they're like okay, I'm like search um what's it called? Oh, birth search birth. And I'm like, normal summon Ash. And they're like, bruh. <laughs> I go into Baron. <laughs> activate Burr. Cause, right? Because now I'm like, psychic, zombie, right? Because Ash is zombie. Yeah. Go into Warrior. So I'm still like legal. Just, yeah. Activate Birth. Bring out back the um the unicorn because it's a psychic. So I'll have like a, a warrior and a psychic. And so I was like, there's ways for my deck or make. Maybe some people can't think of it, but I was like, nah, I'm playing around this bullshit. Like, oh, that's hilarious. And it's funny because like, <laughs> and it's funny because I, I go like activate Baron to pop and yeah. then he starts putting the Tikaboo away. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, keep that right there, bro. I'm like, keep the Tikaboo there. Pop your monster because yeah. I'm going for a game. <laughs> like, I literally told him like, that doesn't scare me. I was like, Tikaboo doesn't scare me. I'm Yo, like, I'm going for a game. That's hilarious. Then, yeah. And then the same thing happened. Right after I had a second Vanquish Soul game, and the same thing happened. They just let me go into anti Zeus, and I was like, okay. And, and and then the guy, like after like I won, he told he was like, bro, I literally told the other guy the shotgun to Zeus when he summoned. I don't even know why I didn't take my own advice. Congratulations, and I was like, you played yourself. There you go, bro. <laughs> Cost you the game. I mean, are there good players? Were they good? Players were them playing around. They're okay. I, I don't want to put their names out there. No, don't okay. put, you don't have to put their names, but I need to yeah. know like the level the, of them play, piloting the Vanquish Soul because as a Vanquish Soul player that I've been playing it for the entirety of the summer, 
and all the way until September. I will never, if I was in that game state, I will always wipe. I will always want to clear my board and reestablish it. If I got cards to reestablish, yeah. I will want to clear the board most important and then reestablish my board once again. So I have total control of it. There, I don't think I've, yeah. I don't, I can't remember out of all the times if I was ever put in that situation, whether I have Zeus and Tikaboo on the field, but I'm pretty sure that I would just like shotgun the, the Zeus out of it. But that's been yeah. said. That Especially be- now with, with anti-Zeus. Yeah, exactly. It's now with anti-Zeus, it's like, bro, there's a card that can uh, literally is stop your Zeus then bounce it back to your to your extra deck. Or is it, or the, yeah. Oh, it bounces back. No, to it's your, a bounce back. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. No, back, it, it's yeah. still, it's like, yeah, no, I, now it's worse. And, and I will say this, like, I will never, I, I never go for a Zeus. Zeus was always like my last shot opportunity. I have, if I have nothing else, I will always go first. Yeah. If, it, if it's for Etsy's, I will always go first for Bakuska because Bakuska is still a hell of a card. Just leave Bakuska for two uh, for two turns at best. At best, try to leave it for two turns. If you don't have, if you draw something, you won't have anything, and you want to control the game state, sure. But if you have something, just leave it for one turn. When it comes your turn, then go full combo and then jump. But Bakuska yeah. was always like my my go to, and Etzetan is another one. I hardly got to play Etzetan, but there were times that I had to use it. And yeah, like I, I, Zeus for me was always the last draw because I have I had links and Netsies that I can go into, and then when I added Donner. the Revolution package, like I already have Crystal Wing out or Baron out, so it was yeah. like or Kyubi Shenshen. So it's like I got, I got I got my board established. Yeah, Zeus is always I, I I always put Zeus as my last resort. Never never as like my go to for anything. Just go Baguska and that's it. And to get to Zeus, unless you're playing Centurion, you're basically going to summon two Xyz monsters. Yeah. So that makes anti-Zeus live, right? Because you have to go into the first Xyz that's going to do the damage, and then you overlay Zeus, and it's like, cool, now you made it live. I totally forgot, man. Now anti-Zeus is going to be a fin, yeah. And all the the monsters from the Centurion cards, they're all, like, all the... All the cards that you want to put out on the fear, they're all over 3,000. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> gotta rethink the strategy now. Gotta ha- definitely gotta have droplets in my in my on my on the main. Gotta have to. Now that I think about it. Or just had hot calamity out before anything. I mean, you you could have it out before they overlay into anti You can. But then is you can, but then again, like it's gotta get run over by Hot Calamity or Legaria. It's just like, pfft. so you just wasted your anti suits for nothing. I don't know. It's it's interesting how the format is right now. Like we said, it's very diverse. I don't know what what would you, what would you be asking for for the next ban list? What is it that you be asking for? What do I want to hit? I think Droll. Droll? Really? Rockbird. I hate that card so much. <laughs> I guess draw. <laughs> There's only few decks that that can play through it. Few decks, and the majority of decks they can't play through draw. Okay, Centurion can play through it. Yeah, because you they, only have one search. They only have one search, and once that search is done, they can just like put everything set, and then their set uh, yeah. effects activate, and then you just just go off. 
uh, what you can do if you have the horse with you is like, you know, draw. That's all. You, that's that's the only thing that you can do when you get the draw part. But, you know, and, and it don't matter. I mean, with Centurion, you just have Legaria and the two set, uh, set uh, Centurion cards on the s- Spell and Trap. Next turn, just go off a Crimson Dragon and Hot Calamity. I hope they don't do that. Honestly, I hope they don't hit Hot Calamity. Oh, I don't think they. Okay, I thought I thought you were saying draw. Okay, my bad. No, no, uh, hot color. I hope they don't ban uh, draw me. I'm okay if they put it at one. I'm okay for one, and it's not a searcher. So it's like, all right, one, two. All right, sure, two. We'll we'll balance it out a little bit, but two, three. I can see it's a little bit too much consistency, and it will be easy to draw. Two is like it's a 50-50 chance you'll draw. One is a. How the fuck am I gonna have him on my deck? Like if I drew it, I drew it. That's it. And I think like if you, I think if you limit draw to one, nobody's ever gonna play draw ever again. There's probably gonna be that one Flanderies or some other player that will have the draw, but I guarantee nobody's gonna play it due to the fact that it's not searchable and it's a one-off. Like I'd rather play call mm-hmm. call by the grave than playing one draw. So I think like if they limit draw to one, they're going to kill draw altogether. Nobody's going to play it because it's like whatever. Like if I drew it, what are the chances of me drawing it? And people will just draw up the map for it. Like the math It's like, yeah. oh, only get like a 1% chance of drawing it. That's bull. Like, no, I need consistency. And I, I can argue with it. Um, if I'm looking at all the all the top meta decks right now, um, I don't think Manadium will get touched. If they do, like they'll be like, dude, like really, like the deck well, itself is they weak. Pearly. They can they they can they hit, hit pearly again after the release. Yeah, <laughs> they can hit pearly again. They can hit unchain. I can see unchain getting hit. Probably limit Jama to one or limit the oh limit. Yeah, you can limit the chevron. I believe the the fire one because yeah. it's so damn good. Like. It, you can add if it's in your hand, you you got combo. If it's in your if it's sent to the graveyard by any means by detached material or deck or or link or what off, you can go off. Like it, it's a very good card, and you can special summon another one later on. So I can see that card getting limited to one, lose its consistency to unchain. Uh, what's the other deck? Rescue waste. Yeah, I think. Maybe rescue. They're not gonna hit sim- the sins for the Diabella Star because it, it, they yeah. just got released. Who knows? Maybe they'll just go for broke and say no. Everybody gets to have one wanted. Maybe I've seen it happen before that they just they just release a card and all of a sudden a few months later they they'll just hit it. I've seen it happening. It could be a thing. But on the rescue is, I think I don't know if there's a card that that is ban worthy, but I see it limiting. Search cards. Either Hydrant is limited to one because now you can search it off from 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 the Diabella Star. Yeah. So I can see that card getting hit to one. Maybe semi limit some of the other cards because I don't know. I, I I don't know the names of it, but I know the one that allows you to activate on your turn that can special summon uh, from from the ham or from the grave. Some uh, some weird crazy shit. Uh, so you got purely. I'm pretty sure they'll hit something on purely on chain. You can limit Jama and and Chevra. Um, Rescue Ace Hydrant is probably the one that they're gonna see seek out. 
And because hydrate also protects. Now also the search but it protects. What is the manadium? I don't not I honestly do not see anything hit on manadium. And it's because manadium's consistency is good. It's gas, but it's but it, for a same time that's being gas, it's easily easy to be stopped. Like it only takes you to get get manadium on two choke points and you're and they're done. One or two, if they don't have anything on their hands and it's a brick hand, then that's that. Um, what's the other deck that's out there? That's I would I would hit Meek if I ha- if I had to hit Manadium, I might hit Meek. Meek. If anything, I'll two. Yeah, two is fine because if anything, they'll just add Torrid. They'll add Torrid, and Torrid can be used. Yeah, to special summon itself or special summon a Meek. That's fine. All right, Meek two. Is there any- anything you want unbanned? Going the other way now. Colossus. I want Colossus, Colossus out. You wild, bro. Um, uh, I want Hard Porter out. I, I think it deserves a chance okay. for Orcus. I mean, what's Orcus going to do right now? Or Horus Orcus True. probably? Okay, cool. That That's a fun deck to play. I'm I'm with it. If you unbend Hard Porter, have Thunder Colossus out. Anything out? Sprite Maxi? Elf. <laughs> Sprite Elf. No Maxi? Matt C to one, I'm fine. Yeah. The one. Okay. I, I, I welcome chaos. I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm okay with it. Just uh, Matt C to one, Colossus to one, Harport. I say want to be fair, but you can have it unlimited if you want. Um, I don't think not many Orcus players will play like a full combo with Harpoor. Uh Matt C, I would say Matt C to one. The two other dragon rulers, Redots and, yeah. and the other one. The water. They already unbanned the I, fire. Yeah. Just pull it out. Just have it. I Sprite Elf. Sprite Elf to one. Right now, Sprite is not doing anything. I don't think Sprite will do anything ridiculous. And even if you... Let's just say in the in the perfect world that we say Elf and Colossus is out at one. And you splash... You splash Colossus onto Sprite. Uh... Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad because some, because sometimes you need your Thunder Dragon. I mean, your Thunder cards for for you yeah. to use Sprite Smasher or Double Cross or the other one. So it's like it, it's a it's I, I said it's fine. I don't think it's going to go go burr. I mean, look how look how much en- non-engine cards you need to have to play Sprite. Like you have the Melfies and the Nimbles. Yeah. And if not, then you have to put it on a special on Runix to play. And it's not doing much about it. So I'm okay with unbanning Elf and Colossus and all those other cards. Every other card that I can think of, I don't think I have anything on top of my head. But what are your thoughts? Anything ban-worthy or unban-worthy? Unban-worthy? I want to spiral master plan. Okay. No reason why Spyro should still be like hit like that. It's not going to do anything when it comes to this format. Elder Entity Norden. Oh, wow. You're mad about because that. Because Super Poly, bro. you mad about that. I don't know how to stop decks, bro. <laughs> I'm not good. <laughs> I don't know how to draw the out. So Super Poly. Oh, you have a Synchro. You have two Synchros? You have an XCs and a Synchro? <laughs> you have two XCs? <laughs> See, what if they brought that against Kashira? Oh, you have a Rysar and Shangri-La? Super Poly into Elder Entity Norton. <laughs> a lot of formats would be fixed with Super Poly. Emotional damage. Yeah, the fact that Super Poly is still out there going burr, yeah. 
I mean, it, it can take up to, I guess it can take more than two monsters, but typically it just takes two monsters. You can say like, that's the same thing as Lava Golem, you know? Oh, two monsters? Let me just Lava Golem two monsters away. That's why I run it. Honestly, maybe the Zodiac can come back. Trident? I, I'm in the... Zodiac, yeah. Because I'm like, Pearlys is a better Zodiac, right? If you want to go into Giant Zeus, you will play Pearly. Yeah. I just... Like, Zodiac was strong in its format. I think now it's being power crept and no reason to keep it just banned. I don't think anyone's going to really, like, abuse it because it's like, oh, if you want a 100 material Zeus, play Pearly. Yeah, just play Pearly. You'll have it. Yeah. Yeah, if that's your angle, Zodiac's not the best deck to go into Giant Zeus. Yeah, you're right. Oh, uh, I then I guess maybe Red Reboot because Labyrinth. <laughs> just yeah, I, I'm okay with Red Be- Reboot coming back as well. It's definitely a good card, and and I and I was okay by having that one. I'm yeah. okay by having that one. I mean, it's you know if you have it, you draw, you draw it. You can't you can't search it by Frost, right? Because it's a counter trap. Yeah, it's it's a counter trap. Yeah. yeah, so it's unsearchable. Like it's a good it's a good deck. That's a good card. To leave it at one, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with with that. Any anyone else? No, nothing. Nothing else I can think of that I really want. You know. All right. So yeah, guys, but, that's our our predictions. You know what we talk about Yu Gi Oh and what we think about the ban list. You let us know in the comments down below what cards should be banned, what cards should be unbanned, and you know what you guys think about the future of the format for Yu Gi Oh. Since we've seen other TCG cards. Games like One Piece are taking over. A lot of people are moving into One Piece. So you guys let mm-hmm. us know in the comments down below. What are your thoughts about it? Um, moving on to the next topic, which is one that I I am being waiting for weeks and weeks to talk about. And it's about Gen V, the the boys spin-off series. Holy crap. I can't I can't believe you finally caught up and finally watched it. Yeah. So before I go to what I think about it, what are your thoughts overall and what do you think about the story and where is it leading to? I, I think it's doing good world building. Um, mm-hmm. I did like how they have like the, the president of Va talking to like the school counselor. Do you, can we do spoilers? Yeah, absolutely. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Three, okay. Okay. two, yeah, yeah. one. Two. There you go. Yeah. So when they had the, um again, the counselor dean of the school whatever it was like oh her family was killed in the in the the accident with the plane with Hope so it's Lander. like things are yeah, like coming yeah, connected yeah. and i kind of do like that um that was kind of badass and i was in time i was like now it all makes sense what she hates yeah. and wants to kill soups because i i was still confused mm-hmm. like you're doing all these experiments to these kids like what is your purpose with these experiments? Like, and then when they yeah. reveal that the virus has been created that can kill soups, she's like, oh, now we have a chance to kill Homelander and everyone else that defies her. Yeah. I I thought the base I was going, that she was still working for Vought. Mm-hmm. And there was like a division in Vought that wanted to kill all Zoops because they realized that Homelander can't be stopped. So I thought it was maybe like a secret division, but then mm. it turned out no, it's just her going rogue by herself. Just mm. I want to kill Zoops to get you know vengeance on my uh, family. Yeah, my only criticism with the boys is always they they, they go over the top with like the shock value. <laughs> <laughs> that sometimes I'm just like, come on. Like, I, it's funny, but after a while, oh, it's like, come shit. on. Like, the, 
like the first one of the first scenes when like the girl shrinks herself and then she starts having sex with the with, with the, the guy. Yeah, and then you see a big. And ass. then I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, like is that necessary? It's like, what did yeah. I add to the plot? Like, it I mean, have you seen the comics? Uh, do you know anything about the comics? The comics like- is worse, bro. Oh, I, really? I Dude, they say the N word, hard R in oh. the comics, bro. Oh. You know how Homelander is in the plane and he lasers the pilot? Yeah. He says effing and then the N-word. Wow. The comic is like supposed to be super dark and edgy. So they obviously toned it down. Oh by my doing more God. Like that's sex. what you consider. That's what you consider toning it down? Yo. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's crazy, bro. If if you haven't read the boys, you there's like this one panel. That's um, I have it. I just have like I don't remember the why it was relevant, but it looks like a planet or some asteroid thing. Uh huh. And it just looks like a vagina. Like it's just like a it's like a planet, and, and there's like a giant crater in the middle that's supposed to look like a like a woman's party. I'm just like, why? Like why? <laughs> like it adds nothing to the plot. To, so it's like <laughs> it's just funny, but after a while, it's like you're it's too edgy. It's just trying to be too edgy um so yeah it's so like that first scene where like again she shrinks herself and starts writing that guy's dick i was like this is so unnecessary like it's funny but it's just unnecessary yeah. um there was a lot of things that are like what the fuck yeah when she blew up that guy's penis yeah that one i was like oh and like that one hurt me that one hurt yeah. me i was like what the fuck just happened here I mean, he kind of deserved it because he was gonna. Yeah, he, he was gonna <laughs> do illegal was, stuff, there, but but it was like it was just like in your face. I was like, God damn, that was. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there were a lot of what the fuck moments in that sh- in that season overall. Like, I'm still like I'm still mind fucked overall how all of that end up turning. Like now it's becoming more mm-hmm. of a. Now it's becoming like what we all fear that was gonna happen. Us against them, soups yeah. uh, versus uh, humans. Like they, like somehow was leading towards it, and I had that eerie feeling. It's like, man, it's gonna end up like that because especially when when that kid's um brother um got escape, and he was just like, wow, look at the whole world, look at this, and then when he starts to go at that one political campaign, and he sees yeah. like, yeah. Go fuck uh, humans. Let's it's us against them. It's like, oh man, his mind just got corrupted all, all together. Like he's just like, nope, that's it. I'm gonna kill all humans. I was holy crap. I there's so many things that I just want to say. I just can't pinpoint overall on the episode. There was a lot of what the fuck, man, and there was a lot of like. I'm pretty sure like the 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 spinner series is such a sick thing because I'm pretty sure they feel, fulfill a lot of fet- uh, fantasy fetishes for a lot of people. Like if you look at some of the like I, like for example, would you say with with the girl shrinking herself and then you know going holding the the thing? I'm pretty sure yeah. that's a sexual fantasy for a lot of people. And then when she become a giant, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's another sexual fantasy for a another, lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And and then the the invisible guy with the goat, I was like, I don't understand this. Why? Like, why do we have that again? Like, are are we making fun of his dad, the the translucent, for being a horn dog all around? Like, what? There was a uh, there was a lot of W two WTF moments, man. I and it's like, well, it 
it, it is it's it's not a spin it's not a the boys series without having those what the fuck moments that like you need to have them no i i agree it, it's part of the boys yeah but i love all the easter egg references that they make and how each one got tied up to to the original series of the boys and how it how some of the stuff like kind of answers a few questions like for example the senator like i never knew what was her power i thought her power was telekinesis and just like blow people's minds and whatnot i didn't realize that she has the same power as the main protagonist that it's not telekinesis telekinesis it's blood manipulation. Yeah. That's a, that's a wild plot test. And when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, now it all made sense why everybody gets blown up. But I feel like her power is much different than the, than the protagonist's power. Like, I feel like the protagonist's power is much more deadly than hers. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, we haven't seen the senator in full power. You know, all we've seen her is just blowing people's heads off. Because right. obviously she's trying to keep a low profile we haven't seen her engage in like a combat, you know, where maybe she can also make weapons like, you know, the the girl can. We don't know. Mm. They just all we know is that she can blow people's heads off and that the main character can possibly do that, too. But they always did have it foreshadowed where when like someone's head was about to blow off, they, they would have like a nosebleed. Right. I mean, that, so at I least they were consistent. Yeah. Yeah. That that it's a small little foreshadow because once you see the bleeding and all of a sudden you blah. It's like right there. It happens. I like uh, the cast itself. What do you think about the cast? I I didn't have any issue with them. I think they they mm-hmm. hit the mark trying to get like college age people. Yeah, it didn't feel like they were like older people trying to be younger. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was fine. Um, I didn't have any issue with like the acting. Um, I'm sh- I'm really trying to think of having cri- criticism on that part, but not really. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm okay with the with the actors overall. Like the way they they hit a good cast over all together for the show, and and it's interesting how they implemented a lot of s- gender bias scenes. Like I, I feel like everybody's like what whatever you are, that's what you are, and that's what we got. You know, like there's signs that yeah. you're either lesbian or no, you're back to straight or no, you're now pan or your tran or your this and that is like they did a lot of that like it's like if it wasn't enough for us to know it's like yeah we're all about the alphabet order but they they executed the their storylines itself they executed like they they give us a little bit of backstory to like you know character development on each one they all have their own shit that they had to deal and by the time that they how they ended it like it all came back together i was like that's very nice. I I I I'm okay with this. Like, they did a good overall. They did they did a a solid A to me on this show. This show was to me a solid A, and I don't have anything against it. I'm glad that it's like expanding the universe itself. And I mean, seeing like cast from the boys appear in the in the show, like Homelander and Butch and Billy the Butcher and um, yeah. Billy the Butcher's CIA friend. I keep forgetting her name. Um, the the main CIA girl, the old lady. I, I, for, I forgot her name too. Yeah, the, for yeah I know sh- what you're talking about. Yeah, that. for them to show up, obviously the senator, but that is like, wow, like they actually like bring bring it back home, you know? And I'm curious yeah. as to how this is going to go through because as we all saw in the end scene, which I don't understand how the fuck did Homelander like, like Homelander is literally out of control. He's definitely yeah. the definition of out of control. Nobody can stop it and we're all fucked. We're all now going to be submissive by him. 
he just comes over and just blows up. Uh, I mean, well, not blows up, but stops the main protagonist, even though mm-hmm. it was the other girl who was killing his superiors yeah. and his people. So it's like that whole narrative is like, huh? I don't understand why. Why we go that way? Why is and now they're all con- they're all like in well, the. I, I don't understand. Do you understand that part? You can't forget that Homelander is supposed to be like like an allegory for like Christian American, right? Yeah. So of course he tries to kill the black girl and he frames the um so the black girl is framed. The person that can change between genders is also framed. Yeah. And the so it's like because if you look at it, the who are the only two people that they have as heroes? It's the two white people. <laughs> Mm. So you got you got to think about that level too, because that's what you know the boys is going for. You you can't forget that Homelander yeah. is racist, and he is you know I guess you can say um an, like anti LGBTQ. Yeah. So I think like that was part of it that he flew in and was like, "Let me laser the black chick." Yeah. You're because yeah. don't forget even throughout the series when they're trying to pick who to be number one, they were trying like I think they said like we don't want to you know another black person as number one or something like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot, you're right. Yeah. T- yeah. Yeah, I kind of... You got to think, you got to remember, like, I remember, like, Hor- Homelander is rot into the core. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a, he's not a good person, bro. No, no, he ain't, bro. And I still can't, I still can't believe, like, like, damn, bro. I would, I hope that in the next season, they finally managed to like either weaken Homelander or kill him altogether. Cause I'm just like fed up with this with Homelander being this like this son of a bitch of, of a person that he is. Like I really genuinely hate Homelander. Like I just don't like he is like and it's funny it's funny how the boys portray the series itself as of like events that are happening right now in, in the state of America. Yeah. Which is hilarious. It's just like oh my God, look at this the semantics, the similarities of this and their portraying it. And it's like Homelander is everything that we do not want to be known about. One thing I, I was curious though is um how did she survive his lasering? That's the one thing I want to know. Like, is he getting weaker? Is she stronger? Oh, that's actually a good point. But but then again, what be- about the other ones? I, it- I well, we didn't see them get lasered or not. All we see is the the protagonist get lasered. And, that's and then that. they're just like, wow, you're awesome for surviving that. But none of now, I guess it's weird because a lot of soups can die to Homelander's lasering. But don't forget, like Stormfront uh, was the, the Nazi chick was unaffected yeah. by it. Yeah, because they were ju- they were literally having sex and he would just like laser her boobs and then she was, she was not damaged. So I was like, I guess some soup superheroes have like invulnerability to laser or something. I get. I guess. I'm not too sure. Maybe, maybe you're onto something. It, I don't know whether he's getting weaker because if anything, all we've seen is him getting stronger and being out of control out of it. I don't. I haven't seen any sense of weakness coming from Homelander, but I do believe that theory that you pointed out that maybe there's certain soups that they can withstand laser uh, Homelander's lasers, or or possibly that's why the senator itself wasn't afraid of Homelander's. At all, because she was like, it, he may look very intimidated into her, but I'm pretty sure like the fact that you're talking to him and the way you're talking to him and you're not afraid that he'll shoot you lasers. I'm pretty sure it has to do something with their powers. Like something about the blood manipulation. Yeah. Probably it's 
like to withstand certain I this is me spitballing here. I will say that let's say that Homelander's heat laser creates a certain level of, of temperature to your body. And what it does, it just penetrates your body and melts it so it can go through. That's why you see it like going slicing to people because it's it's a it's a form of energy mm-hmm. at a rise at a certain temperature. So if you if you have blood ma- manipulation and you manage to control the levels of your blood because hey you can you can have your blood either freeze or boil i mean the fact that you can that you can make your blood into weapons at all and to make it hard like hard into like sharp enough that can kill and cut anybody i think it has to do something about her blood being raising to a certain temperature so that way when the heat gets toward her, it will just create like a wall and it's just two heat energies going back and forth. Yeah. Until until one of them gives like up. Like an it, armor. Like an armor of sorts, you know? That's just my theory as to why. And maybe she didn't, and I'm pretty sure she didn't do it on purpose. I'm pretty sure at the heat of the moment, she just, just got scared and probably her, her blood powers got activated and it went like automatically on the defense without yeah. her realizing it and then just like got that shockwave that that happened, you know? So, and yeah, and yeah. Or, or that's just my theory. That's just my theory. Or we can still go with Dangle with yours it, that certain soups are susceptible with Homelander's heat signature that they can just yeah. handle it by their body itself like Stormfront and I don't know who else. That's actually yeah. a very See, good point. My theory... For the senator was, can she like control blood and like squeeze her eyes or something? So maybe that's why she's not afraid of Homelander. Cause she's like, cause he has a charge up time, even though it's like a couple, like three seconds max for him to charge up and beam you. Is that enough for her to just like have his blood, like congeal on his eyes or like crush his eyes. So he can't even activate that. So I want to know how she counters him. I'm pretty sure. I mean, like I said, she has. She's not it's all, afraid it's all of speculation. Him. Yeah, it's all speculation. We're just spitballing here, guessing around. She's not afraid of him, so I'm pretty sure that she's looking like like in the times in the scenes that we've seen Homelander and her together. I'm pretty sure there were times in which she felt like oh, very scared of him and afraid of him. But I'm pretty sure it's all a persona, so he yeah. can feel like I'm the superior and whatnot. But in behind the scenes, it's like nah, bitch, I am the superior. Like. I can blow your fucking head in any given time. I just need to use you. Yeah. Yeah. I can I could see that. I can see that happening. Like, wow, then how do you even fight somebody like that that can instantly blow up your face at any given time just by looking at you? That's a well that's the a, senator. Yeah, the senator. I mean, I, I, yeah, I we well, assume that it's blood manipulation, but I feel like her powers mm-hmm. is different from the protagonist's power. I think that's gonna be like part of it is she's gonna have to fight the protagonist. Because I think the protagonist is going to realize that it's the senator killing people and then oh, confront yeah. her about it. And then it's going to be like, well, you can't blow my head off because I can control my own blood, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you're trying to like make my head blow? I'm just going to control my own blood flow so you can't do that. Right. That's that's going to be... Maybe that maybe that could be something for season two. I, I'm very curious about how season two of Gen V is going to turn out, you know? Because now... Because so far, what have we heard? We, saw, we just saw the new poster. The new poster for the boys, and it shows Homelander going like Jesus walk like this, and then you see Billy yeah. the Butcher like going like I'm gonna kill this guy, and 
season season four of the boys is going to be interesting because according to the sources and from the directly from the company, they say that season four of the boys is is going to start off with whatever ended on the Gen V series. And obviously Homelander on trial for killing that quote unquote innocent man. He didn't have to kill him. But, you know, that that's where they're going to lead up. And then at towards the end of the season of of the boys, it's going to lead up to Gem V's second season and say that they're going to piggyback to where they left on the boys. So it looks like it's going to be going like this, back and forth, back and forth. Whatever happens here, yeah. leave it up to here. Then whatever leads out to that season to see how however long the, season, the show will last, you know, because right now it's a hit. It's an amazing hit. And everybody wants mm-hmm. more of it. But how long are you? How long does people want that? How long is, are people going to really care about the show itself? I don't know. Uh, the, the show, it's, it's great. I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it, to me, I find it as a, a, a solid eight. Or if I put it in numbers, I put it nine out of ten. It's actually a very near perfect show. It was actually pretty good. There was a couple of slow scenes here and there. But but the show itself was pretty good. Like, I have nothing to complain. And, it, and I like it how they have those many Easter eggs and references to the original series and how everything's getting tied up and how they answer some of these questions and how it laid up. It ended up with Butcher finding the the the, the woods facility. And now he's going to know about, holy shit, there's a virus that kills soups. I'm going to use this virus to kill Homelander and whatever is on the way. Because last time we saw us, Billy, Billy is on the end of the spectrum. Like he's about to die pretty soon. For using that, yeah. you know, temporary V product. Temp V? Yeah, Temp yeah. V. So, like, he, they're already given, like, we've, it's already been foreshadowed that his death is imminent. Like, it's going to come very sooner than you think. We don't know if, if meaning that his death will come in this season along with Homelander's death. We don't know how it's going to play out. We'll see how it goes, you know. But any final thoughts be, before we move on? No, I agree with you. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Definitely. <laughs> If you haven't seen the boys, just know there's a lot of shock value yeah. to it. So like it's we a- said, first first five minutes, there's a like three inch chick riding a, a, a dick. So <laughs> I mean, get the, ready for wild shit. <laughs> I mean, the first five uh, five seconds of the show, you see the girl getting her powers and kill her parents accidentally oh, <laughs> because she was on yeah, her period. That, like, how yeah. wild is that? Yeah, no, shock value is going to be there, guys. So you guys ever want to yeah. know, be sure to check it out. Let me know what you guys uh, know about the show and what do you think the future is going to come out. Let me know in the comments down below. Um, let me, let's jump into the next. Um, I guess we can talk about the this last one before we wrap this up. <sighs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Haven't played it, but I'm already seeing a lot of disappointments. And I'm reading a lot of people's reviews and I'm seeing some of the YouTube commentators, especially this big YouTuber who's a gamer who play, who play, who literally plays campaign driven games so he can post it on the on his YouTube channel. Shiraku, I believe that's his name. Shout out to him. He gives a no commentary uh, walkthrough of the of the campaign games. And he had to comment out and say, like, this had to be the worst campaign Ever, this has to be the worst Call of Duty game so far. Like it felt rushed. The campaign is shorter than ever. There's no adding value. There's no character development. Like 
this this they could have like waited a little bit longer for this game. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't played campaign in forever. Um, if if that's what people are saying, I'm just gonna take it at face value that it's true and. It makes sense though, because they're trying to make their money off of multiplayer, not off of a campaign. Mm-hmm. Like we're 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 at this point where I think back in the past you had like campaign and multiplayer yeah. be both priorities. Now I think it's multiplayer because a microtransaction takes mm-hmm. more priority than campaign. So I think if it's like, hey, multiplayer's ready to go, we don't have campaign done, they're just gonna rush it to get it out. So I think like if they're saying like it's short and it felt uncompleted and like not enthusiastic. I, I can I can believe that. I hundred percent believe that. Which is, but it's kind of crazy because I heard some of the people who've developed the game itself that it only took them, like the game itself, it only took them like less than a year to make this game. A typical Call of Duty game takes them five years of development, and they didn't even bother taking advantage of. It. I was like, bro, what? You guys couldn't do a a DLC or an expansion like Modern Warfare Two. 2.5 or something. No, it has to be a solid free game. I hear a lot of complaints and also from the Warzone people as well are hearing that like they, this this all could be a DLC thing, an expansion. I, I agree. I mean, I, I bought it oh. and I've just been playing multiplayer. Yeah, I said I bought it. I've been playing multiplayer Um, because all my friends got it. I was like, might as well just yeah throw some hours on it. Because at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I don't agree with the price tag. I think it was like 70 bucks. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, because all, all video games are 70 bucks now. So it's like they were treating this as a new game. Mm. Um, but for me, it's like I'm going to be playing a lot of hours on it with my friends. So it's like an investment of, you know, I pay 70 and get to have fun for like two, three months. Right. It's not bad. Um, but I agree. They just have like 16 old maps from MW2, which is funny because they call it MW3, but it's just MW2 maps. Um, The original MW2. Yeah. It, it should have been like 30 bucks, it, pushing it maybe 40, but 70, it's the same engine. I feel like when you just mentioned that, like it only took them one year to make, it's because they're using the MW2 like engine. They didn't create a new engine or new graphics, you know, engine or whatever. It's just like, here's the base game and we're just adding on top of it. And and it's and it's it feels that way too because now it's like there's like a hub that you go to and then you go and launch MW3. Mm. So it wasn't even like I had to install. Yeah, it's it's like if it's like they're trying to copy Destiny. Really? A bit. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just it's just like oh. a hub. But yeah, I will say that like I did like because I'll, I'll I'll give them the props. I did like how anything you bought in MW2 mm-hmm. carries over to MW3. It does. So it's like you don't lose out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Everything you bought, okay. except for, I think they had some like licensing with like um, Hummer for like vehicle skins. And I don't think those are the only things that didn't carry over. Maybe they didn't like renew the licenses or whatever, but everything else carries over. Like I bought, um, funny enough, they had like a uh, the boys crossover. Yeah. And I bought um I bought Starlight and Black Noir, mm-hmm. and that carries over to the new game. Like all your guns, all your camos, like everything comes over. Really? So I'll give them the props on that because it's like they could have just done like the other games to be like, nope, new game, new engine, nothing carries over. So like they brought everything over, but it's like you said, I think the price point is crazy. Seventy bucks is not is not worth it. And and it doesn't feel like a brand new game. It just feels more of a, a continuation of last year's games, like an expansion of sorts, yeah. DLC, if anything. They they could have just sell it like that. Yeah, no, they definitely should have. I mean, yeah, I don't know how much you keep up with Call of Duty, but they have like collabs like Twenty One Savage, 
Nicki Minaj is in COD. What? Um, <laughs> what? Like as, yeah, as you what? can as buy because now they have as a skin, a as playable a... character. Yeah. What? I, I I said like I bought I bought Nicki Minaj. My my two characters because there's two factions is Starlight from the Boys and Nicki Minaj. That's the two people I play as. They had um one of the first collabs they had was Messi, the soccer player. He was in the COD games. Yep, Messi and, and Neymar. As what as soldiers? As like uh, just because I have the skin of him? Yeah, and, and multiplayer. Yeah, and people buy you that. Just, just you, I guess so because <laughs> they did Messi, they did Neymar. So I guess Messi sold out or not really sold out. But you know what I mean. They, so well enough that they wanted to do other soccer players. Bruh. Good Lord almighty. He's Michael Chess. But that's what I'm saying. At least, yeah, but at least they let you like carry it over to the new, to the new, new game, quote unquote new. To quote unquote new. <sighs> okay. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know any of that. I didn't know that you, you can actually buy those type of skin. Like I want to play as Nicki Minaj trying to kill everybody or Travis Scott or, or Messi or any of these um characters. Yeah. I didn't, it's like, oh, okay, so this has become Fortnite, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're copying Fortnite. It's a strategy. They have um Spawn from the comics. Really? Spawn's in it, yeah. He, they had him for like a Halloween-like theme. All right, I guess just Yeah, so it's, it's becoming like Fortnite, bro. <laughs> See, that's, that's already a red flag to me. And it's going to kill... The franchise itself is going to die like that. That's going to be a red flag. Because now it's indicating me that, oh, you guys are going to be doing the same thing as what you guys did for Black Ops 4. You're just going to build a game that's just going to be multiplayer all around. No more campaigns or no more any extra missions or whatnot. And you're just going to continue to piggyback to what you guys did already or what you already have. So there's like, there's nothing new. You're just going to continue to piggyback. Very, very dangerous because this is how you lose franchises. This is how you these franchises don't last long enough, then it's got to get to the point like nobody's going to give a shit about playing Call of Duty anymore because it's like, if it's like the same thing as as PUBG or or what you call it, Fortnite, then why am I playing this game? And if it's going to con continue to carry on from Modern Warfare 2 to free, why am I playing free? I could just continue playing on, on, on 2. And, that, and then... And then what sucks is because like right now, Activision Blizzard is now owned by Microsoft. Microsoft will want to focus on COD for to do that type of stuff. And then when you see it's going to flop because it, it will flop because it happened with Blockouts 4. When it see it flops, then Microsoft is just going to it's going to blame Activision for like, oh, this and that. But it's like, this is kind of what you guys wanted it to begin with. You guys wanted to ride that Battle Royale train. This is what you get. I don't like the future of it. I really don't. It's looking very gleam. And and if anything, it'll people it'll shift people to go back to playing Battlefield. If Battlefield does, if Dice does his fin right, people will go back again to play Battlefield. If they do fins right, if they pick the, if they pick it back right now and say like I, they see the momentum how they how Call of Duty is losing its momentum, this is the perfect time for Battlefield to like come out and say like all right. We're here. Don't worry. You don't have to do battle royale like these guys are. No, you can enjoy your campaign and play extra missions and play the um, online multiplayer. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The other day I saw like, you know, that it was like the 12 year anniversary or the 22 year. I, 
I forgot it was the 12 something like it was something around there of Gears of War 2. I was like, oh my God. If Gears announced a new game, I'm gonna lose my shit. And I feel like Gears needs that soft reboot treatment. Like they need the God of War treatment. And I saw that from the the guy who created the Gears franchise, Cliff um Blazinski, I believe. He said that Gears needs a, a God of War treatment. Like, it doesn't need to be mm-hmm. a full reboot that we need to start the franchise, but it needs like a, a soft reboot enough for the franchise to continue as a sequel. But at the same time, it doesn't have to correlate to all, to all what happened on the Gears, Gears franchise. And I feel like that's like the best move that Microsoft needs to make right now. Because if Call of Duty, again, this Call of Duty did not, this Modern Warfare 3, it doesn't feel like it was a success. Do you feel like it was a success? I, I honestly don't know because talking to other people, mm-hmm. they're like, I'm pissed I wasted the $70 on it, mm. but I'm having fun playing all these nostalgia maps. And then I asked him, like, what if they did it for MW, like the old MW3? It's like, let's make an MW4 with MW3 maps. And they're like, yeah, I think I would buy it. <laughs> so I think it's, I think you're underestimating how much people like, like multiplayer. Like I, I agree with all the criticism you said about campaign, mm-hmm. but I think, I think Call of Duty's vision right now is just like multiplayer and campaign is just an extra thing they add on. Maybe, it, maybe it's like an afterthought at this point. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being biased about it. Cause I'm all about campaign driven, I guess. But I, I again, you still need that good balance. Like I, I, last time I checked, like Black Ops Four, did it ever became like a big deal for everybody? Did everybody enjoy playing Black Ops Four, or everybody was like, like, what the fuck is this? I, I don't remember. I, I played it a lot, but I didn't like the zombies in it. Mm-hmm. I liked MW. I'm sorry, Black Ops Three zombies more. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very rushed. The zombies, and that's like one of the. I, I play multiplayer and zombies. It didn't even have a campaign. No, it didn't. It didn't. Exactly, exactly. There no campaign. It was just multiplayer and and that. Now they tried making um a battle royale in it. They called it like Blackout. I actually enjoyed it more than Warzone, mm. but um my issue was like they had the UI. The UI was so trash. Like picking up weapons right. like from the ground or from a dead body was so complicated. Really? Why? A lot of people like got it, it was not intuitive. It should just be like I just used the D-pad and press A to pick up, and it was not intuitive like that. I had to press like multiple buttons to open the person's like backpack what? and then go through it. It was not intuitive, and that turned off a lot of people. And they're like, ah, F this, let's just go back to Fortnite. Yeah. Um, because I think Fortnite had the formula down for battle royales at that at that point. I guess, yeah. But I actually I actually enjoyed Blackout. I thought it was one of the better Battle Royales. And then they ended up fixing all the complaints mm-hmm. that people had about it. But at that point, people were like, I don't want to try it again. I'm just going to stick to Fortnite. And I was like, okay. But I, I, I honestly enjoyed it. I, was, I told people, I'm like, if anyone wants to play Blackout, I am down. But I mean, I think, I don't even know if the servers are even alive anymore. But back, back in the day, I was like, I, I like the gun mechanics. I think Call of Duty has like one of the best gun mechanics. Yeah. And I think that's why people like wanted Warzone because mm. they're like, it had like, if you play Fortnite, Fortnite has Bloom. I don't know if you know what that is. No, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, so, so you know how you have like the, the reticle? It's like a circle. Yeah. 
So Bloom is that your gunshot can shoot anywhere in that circle. And versus like in COD, you have like the, you know, like the center of the dot. Yeah. And that's typically where your bullet will go. Now, obviously, like the further distance, there's like a drop off and stuff. But with Fortnite, they had Bloom. So it was like, I like, like the center of my reticle can be like, let's say like on your arm. Mm -hmm. But like, if there's like a piece that's like outside of your arm, there's a chance that oh shoot to that piece that's out of your arm and not damage you, even though the center is like on a like a hit frame right. or like a hitbox. So that's why like a lot of people sometimes will like argue that like they don't like Fortnite because a bloom because it's like it doesn't promote you like having good accuracy. Right. If you can randomly not hit you know uh, the hitbox because there's like a part of it that's not on the body. So like there's an argument for that. That's why I kind of like Apex more. And also Apex is more like uh, fast action. Yeah. In my opinion. But yeah, I, I, I think I think they're just going to stick to multiplayer. I, I would not be surprised if they mm -hmm. did a remake of Black Ops 2, which is weird because not even doing a remake of Black Ops 1. But if they did a Black Ops 2 remake, I doubt they'll add a campaign. Oh. Even though I, 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 I like Black Ops 2 campaign because it was like the one where you like your choices Matter. change the story. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, I think they're just gonna be like, we have you know multiplayer. Remember these maps? <laughs> nah. Remember I, Nuketown? Yeah, I. Re oh my god, Nuketown was the best. Nuketown was the best. No, I really hope they don't go that route. I really hope it might look like that. I guess time will tell. But I do not. I do not agree with the way they fast track to make this game. Like to make it like like this in a year, like like bro, like mm -hmm. you could have you could have like linger Modern Warfare two a little bit lot lo more, like you could have just continued and add more DLCs and expansions. In fact, this game itself feels like an expansion itself, like it's a DLC. Doesn't feel like it's a brand new game. So yeah, they could have just like developed a, a little bit lot longer and and linger on it. But I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's because they see something that we don't see. Maybe it's because they're trying to capitalize and capture as much as they can with this whole battle royale theme. And maybe like they see like there's gonna be an imminent end to it. So maybe I'm just speculating. Maybe maybe that's why they're rushed it immediately and have it like right there on the spot. Um, I just hope there's not a Call of Duty game releasing next year. I just hope there isn't one. Give 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 a, give one more year of break at least, because otherwise it's some breathing room. Yeah, give that breathing room. Otherwise, you you're gonna have the fatigue, and people are just gonna be like, "I'm done playing the same thing, man. I'm done." Like, like give me give me some give us some time. But I don't know. That's just me saying. I, um, your overthoughts. Do you believe that Mon were for free overall flopped, or did it actually reach expectations, or it was mid at best? I think it's mid. Um, okay. The maps are just per like nostalgia, but it's it's not worth the seventy bucks. I think yeah. it could have been like Destiny, where it's like, oh, we have this expansion, right? Like literally, like launching the game and just start like hop into the game. I was like, this is just MW two. Mm. It's not. Yeah. See, but for there's nothing that made me go wow. I yeah. I tried the zombies and it's. It's just, again, you don't really play multiplayer. It's like DMZ, which is just like, there's like NPCs on the map and you just in, like do like missions or stuff. Mm -hmm. 
but now instead of like well i guess not instead because they still exist because like in dmz there's like hostile right npcs that try shooting you whatever they also left that in the game but now there's zombies around the entire map so now it's like oh try to collect this data and then zombies appear and try to like hit the server or stuff like that and then yeah. you have to, oh kill the zombies make sure they don't break the server yeah it's not it's not good well i guess we'll see like uh me i haven't played it i i, I can only base my opinion based of what i'm hearing and from based on you and whatnot at best i feel mm-hmm. like i guess you can say it's mid to flop it's around that little range because I feel like they could have just hold that game a little bit longer and they could have developed a little bit. And, you know, the nostalgia factor is good, but how long would that nostalgia factor will last? You know, at one point, <laughs> you're going to be like, oh my God, it's so happy that I get to replay this again. But for how long you're going to be happy like that? That nostalgia factor yeah. is only, it's a hit or miss. So like, yeah. I, like I don't sometimes know. it's a miss because like yeah. I'll be playing with my friends and then they're like oh I hate this map and it's like <laughs> so now they're now they're still having like they're not having fun because they're playing the old map that they didn't like before and now it's exactly the same so it's like it's nostalgia it's exactly the same yeah it's the same map that you hated exactly so I because pe- I don't know but you know what I, I will I will say this maybe to put it in into more perspective is mm-hmm. so the the maps. Back in the day, which means like the 16 maps they added, there are like three lane maps, right? You have like a top lane, middle lane, bottom mm-hmm. lane. And I think people miss that a lot because with the newer maps, they have to make it with Warzone in mind. Mm. So they don't have like the new maps be like a three lane map. It's more like we have to like put all this stuff for like the Warzone because all they do is either put it in Warzone and then put it in multiplayer or do the opposite. They put it in multiplayer and then they add it to Warzone when they change the map or whatever. So they have to make the map in mind to fit both. And so I think a lot of people are having fun now because it's like, oh, there's three lane maps. Yeah. And that's that's like the Call of Duty feel. You know, it's like, because you play what, like uh, Domination, right? It's like, or Capture the Flag. There's like three like places you go because there's three lanes. And with the, you know, the new maps because of Warzone, it didn't feel like there's three lanes. It's just like, here's three random flags with no coherent strategy and how to get them. And so I think that's why a lot of people like like the old maps because it's like it was built just for multiplayer with no Warzone in mind. And I think that was like the formula people got used to. And then now people hate, you know, the new maps. Right. And they love the old maps. That's why it's a very nostalgic because they, oh, it's this is a three lane map again. There's no, there's no... <laughs> There's no, all I'm here is like, I complain, but I love it. I complain. It's like very toxic relationship where I'm listening to right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if people love it, that's fine. Um, uh, I'll hate it. I'll dislike it. But if people are f- having fun with it, that's, you know, that that's all good. Um, guys, let me know in the comments down below what your thoughts about Modern Warfare. Do you think it was a flop? Do you think it was a success? Do you think it was mid? Let us know and, you know, we'll try to comment it. Um, we're going to wrap this up right here, right now. We're, we're getting a little bit over time. Um, mm-hmm. Last thing I will say for everybody who's listening, um, Pokemon DLC, the Indigo List Part 2 of the DLC 
is get set to be released on December 14th. It was announced just recently. December 14th is going to be the last part of it, which is like, all right, pretty cool. I guess we don't know much about it other than, you know, you're going to go against people from the Unova region battling to this, this. I don't know if this, if I don't know if this DLC is going to take it to Unova or I'm pretty sure it's just going to be playing right there in, in the wherever the ship is on the big ass boat. We'll see, I, I guess. But if anything, this is going to be a clear indication that we're probably having a chance to have uh, either a Legends Unova or a remake of Black and White or a sequel to Black and White. Like it's heading that way. It's probably going to be the next Pokemon franchise game that's happening, going to be set release on next year. Those are my thoughts. You have anything behind it? No, I'm I'm going to take your advice and wait. So it comes out to play both DLCs back to back because I still haven't played the first one. Yeah, just so I'm gonna take your advice. And yeah, just wait, wait. You're gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be disappointed if you wait. You know, it will be worth it. Trust me. If you play it right now, you'll be like, "Fuck! All right, I want to play more." And now I'm have to wait. Just wait. It's definitely worth the wait. Um, before we wrap this up, is there anything else you want to say? No, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back and hope to do some more vids with you. Absolutely. Thank you for coming off the show. And guys, thank you guys for tuning in. And don't you forget to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes here at youtube.com slash AWGC podcast. Or you can also search it at awgcpodcast.com. That's where you guys can check all my latest episodes. Um, you can also check the audio version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio as well at Wolves and Music or the Lone Wolf Podcast. And search at A Wolf in Geats Clothing. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experience. If you got a specific topic that you want me and Mike to cover, please let us know in the comments down below. We'll do our best to talk about it on the next episode. Please be sure to follow Mike on his YouTube channel at Mike Phoenix Hero. I'll leave the description and the link down below. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right? Peace.